What's up, world? Welcome to the Positive Truth, uplifting and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. I'm JP. That's Tim. Tim, how are you? I'm doing amazing, sir. How are you? Doing stupendous as always. Before we get into our stories about people improving, changing their community for the better, make sure to like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Five-star review it helps us out so much. It helps us spread our message of positivity out to the world. We really appreciate all of those. We also have a Patreon where all of that money goes for our community drives that we're going to be doing this summer and the spring and the fall and all that other fun stuff. We have a dollar, five dollar, ten dollar options. Really appreciate if you subscribe to that as well. We also have a Facebook where we post all these positive news stories and more and an Instagram. But Tim, let's get to our people improving the world for the better. What do you got for today? Man, I have a theme for today, JP. I know I'm throwing it off a little bit, but it's okay. Because what I decided to do, instead of finding one story, I found three stories of people changing their community for the better. So this is what I'm going to get at, man. It's 2020 right now, and we are in the middle of this pandemic throughout the world, right? COVID-19 has taken over a lot. So when you look online, whether it's positive or negative, you see something about COVID-19 when you're on social media. For me, you know, we set up our social media pages for positivity. So I found these three awesome stories I definitely wanted to talk about. And my theme for the day is children changing the community for the better, right? So my first story that I have is is children at a primary school, they've been keeping in touch with care home during the coronavirus. All these people that are stuck inside, these elderly patients, these kids are writing them every single day. One of the parents at this school came up with the idea and the teacher, the teacher was like, you know what? I have no idea what to do and how to teach this lesson, but let's do it. And that's exactly what they did. It started off with one five-year-old kid writing a letter and now it's the entire class writing letters to all the these homes where people are stuck inside and do not want to leave their homes. I think this story is awesome in itself because it's a group of kids coming together, being inspired by a parent, and they're doing something to help out people during this crisis. That's the first story I have, right? Which is going to lead me right into my second story, JP, which I think it's awesome. It's very similar. This is in the UK, and it's a group of kids in year five, fourth or fifth grade, that are deciding to do the exact same thing. Their teacher was stressed out at home trying to figure out how can I teach these students and teach them while distance learning. And when the teacher asked, how many of you guys would like to write letters to people that are at home? Every single student in that class raised their hand. You're talking about a bunch of nine and 10 year olds. And what they decided to do was write a bunch of short notes and letters to people so they can read it. And some of these letters, I'm gonna read to you five of them real quick, they're really short. A million at the age of nine says, stay well and look after yourself. If school closes, I'll be lonely because I don't have any siblings, but I do have two gerbils. Calvin at nine year old said, possibly you can learn to play chess. I love chess. Lily at 10 years old said, I hope you're keeping yourself safe and well, and maybe try a crossword. And my favorite one right here is from Vanshi. She's 10 years old. She said, I know it's a hard time for you, but there are going to be better times ahead at 10 years old, writing letters to people that are stuck inside right now. I'm loving that story in itself because it's a group of children that are coming together, again, inspired by their teacher to do something positive through times like this. Now I'm gonna jump ahead to my last story real fast. And this is about one individual kid by the name of Jimmy Dean Hudson. And this little kid was at the grocery store with his mom, right? 
And his, he noticed that everybody was buying toilet paper. So he asked his mom, mom, what is everybody going to do that doesn't have toilet paper? His mom didn't have an answer. But this little kid had some money saved up, JP. Little Jimmy had money saved up. And he was like, I want to go to the store and buy as much toilet paper as I can. His mom took him to the store, bought as much toilet paper as he could with the money that he had saved up. He bought 60 to 70 uh, rolls of toilet paper. And when he got home, he asked his mom if they could walk down the street. And they knocked on every single neighbor's door on his block and around his block and asked if anybody needed toilet paper. Of course, people said they were good. We were all stocked up. So they would skip that house and go to the next one. And they eventually found an older couple that didn't have anything. They were not prepared for what happened at these grocery stores. And this man, this young kid, Jimmy, was able to help out this elderly couple. And all the extra toilet paper that he had left, he put it together in packages to give to paramedics and the hospitals in his area, man. All at, guess how old this kid was, by the way, JP? Uh, seven? Dude, he's five. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, so check this out, man. The reason why I was so inspired to find these kids' stories and talk about it, recently I was called by a few of my friends, right? Like friends' friends. They're all teachers. They're all going through a rough time mentally. They're trying to figure out how can we teach our students? How can our students learn from everything that's going on? Like around this time of the year, I'm usually so busy, and now I'm at home with my dog. Like I just don't know what to do, Tim. And to me, you know, we do this podcast, so I see all these positive stories. And in my head, I'm like, yo, there's so many answers to your 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 problems right now. So I started talking about a few positive stories that, you know, I heard or I read about, stuff that we've talked about on here. And they were like, you know what? That's a really good idea. Man, maybe maybe I can do this. Maybe I can do that. And I, I, I would see, like, literally in their eyes that little light bulb go off just because they heard a couple positive news stories. So my motive today was, you know what? I'm going to find kids' stories that are doing good things find stories that teachers are doing good things with their kids. So hopefully any teachers that are out there, any kids that are out there that are inside, that are bored, looking for something to do, they can come up with something creative like these young kids did and go out there and make the world a better place. Tim is on fire today. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I had a good morning reading. So I was like, yo, let's do this. I think this will be a good idea. And when JP gave me like the okay, he was like, yo, that's a good idea. I was excited extremely excited and this is where we're at man (laughs) so i have a lot of questions and comments so generally there's a problem right now of people not knowing what to do these kids just went above and beyond i actually have a quote from my people i guess person improving the world from the better and he said children have an innate ability to feel suffering and injustice and to be far more emotional in their feelings they haven't accepted certain social norms and they don't feel like there will always be poverty. They don't feel like there should always be hunger. They say, let's go do something about it. That's exactly what these kids are doing. They see a problem and they just go head first into it. And I think that's a mentality we all should take for the rest of our lives. Don't accept something that's not right. Go ahead and conquer it. That's what I got from your story. <laughs> go ahead, JP, with some powerful words, man. I'm loving it. So, yeah. But there was a little, uh, that's the type of uh, toilet paper hoarding we like to hear about here on the Positive Truth Podcast. <laughs> there was a lot of positivity coming at you, man. The crazy part is like the stories, the three stories I talked about, these were all over the world. This just wasn't in one area. You know what I mean? So the kids all over the world are understanding we can do more just as themselves. This is awesome, man. Now, before we get to my person improving the world for the better, we need to pause and do audio meditation. 
for me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? <laughs> Dude, this is going to be funny. But I know you won't know what I'm talking about, but I am grateful for the Tiger King. <laughs> Man, Netflix has a documentary called The Tiger King, and it kept me entertained for this last week. I am not going to lie. There were seven episodes. I watched an episode a day, and now I am mind blown. <laughs> I actually had someone tell me I should watch this. It is wild, man. It's so many twists and turns. It's It happened here in Oklahoma on top of that. It just makes it that much crazier for us anyways because, you know, we're based here in Oklahoma City. Nice. I am grateful for all the doctors and healthcare workers that are literally saving people's lives. Right down the front lines. We don't give them enough credit because we kind of take them for granted, even here at The Positive Truth. So we appreciate you here. Absolutely, man. Paramedics as well. Absolutely. EMTs, everybody. My person improving the world for the better is Craig Kilberger. I had never heard of him before, but a listener emailed in about his story a couple week, couple weeks ago. I read it and I was like, oh, this is good. I should definitely talk about it on our improving the world and the community. So he was born in 1982. And in 1995, Kilberger read a newspaper article when he was 12 years old about the murder of a 12 year old. A Pakistani boy who was enslaved and he was a child laborer and he was just like man I'm 12 he's 12 this is crazy and Kilberger said it really upset him he was like what did the two of us have in common except our age and he heard that his story was just one example of many of child labor and about the systematic injustice and so he talked to his classmates about it, 1995. They came together and they watched the Free the Children. It was a youth-led advocacy group that drew attention to child labor. And they went out, talked about it, went to schools, churches, community groups, and they would talk about child labor. In 1995, they raised $150,000 in donations, right? Wait, what? Yes, in 1995, <laughs> at 12, that group did. Wow, that's why I'm, I'm. He's 12 years old still in 95. That's why I tripped out whenever you said that amount of money. That's a lot. Right. So he took that and he kept it kept it going. Called it "Free the Children." But now he's been doing it for 15 years, and it's still going on. They've changed it to We Charity. So what We Charity does is. They go out and they build these community villages. They call them We Villages to do, they focus on education, clean water, health, food, agriculture, and security and opportunity. They build schools. They build water like plants. They build any sort of like mental health facility they can to keep the children healthy. They help with food security and they remove barriers to better income and livelihoods in these communities all across the world. Kilberg has basically been keeping this up since 95. In 1998, he wrote a book <laughs> at 15. <laughs> this kid's 15. Oh, with the help of his, with the help of Ke Kevin major kept it going. He's done all sorts of activism since then. I think it's awesome. This is also why you should send us stories because we're guaranteed to talk about them. 
And I don't want to go into like all the great things he's done, but this We Charity has done so much, so much positivity. And it all started from one child reading a newspaper article and being like, that's not okay. So Tim was just talking about children seeing a problem and going out and do something about it. Now I'm talking about a 12 year old that changed the world that's still going on today because he saw a problem and acted on it. So be like children, see a problem, act on it and change the world for the better. Quotes by JP. (laughs) (laughs) No, dude, I love that story. Like, man, that was wild. It goes perfectly with the themes that we have for today. And it's also amazing because this happened in 1995. This man is now 37 years old, a few years older than us, out here changing the world because he decided he wanted, he saw a problem, like you said, at 12 years old, did something about it, and he found his purpose then, and he stuck with it. I think that's awesome. I hope every kid that's listening right now can get something from this story because you guys right now are the future. Whatever you guys want to do with the world, you can. The youth are awesome with the Positive Truth Podcast. Do sabes. Before we get out of here, do you have a quote, quote, Tim? Absolutely. Be patient with yourself. Nothing in nature blooms all all year. Quotes by Tim. And we'll be back on Wednesday with six positive news stories. Till then, we're out. Stay positive.